So yeah, the art of uh, the art of applying for jobs with Sam Thompson. Like it's this. it's difficult. Yeah, I got a phone interview tomorrow. I'm very nervous about it. What is it? That's with CVS. Is that the one? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't interview in person yet. You got to get the in- initial screening to make sure you're not racist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the, what's the job? What's the job with? Is it's, it in Parmistan? It's or? with a it's with us um, a global software company um, out of Seattle, and they they basically started from this software product that was initially developed with Amazon. And then it kind of, the guy who developed it was like, oh, I have a billion dollar idea and then went and started his own company. Right. And now they work with like other huge companies and it's really kind of impossible to even describe. Like I've talked to people that work there and they're like, yeah, I don't even know what we do. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like all of the companies that make the very large moves and the very large amounts of money, like Talking Book, for example. Right. Uh, nobody can really uh, pin down exactly what it is that mm. they're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, what is an audio book? Right. Is that, am I pronouncing that word well, right? Yeah. Audio book? Yeah, it's an A and a U, like in Austin, so au- okay. audio, Au- audio, audio book. Okay. I just want to put it on record it. that you are pronouncing that right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Audio book. Difficult to describe complicated jobs. Right. Exactly. Like PepsiCo. Mm -hmm. Someone's like, oh, they must make Pepsi. And you're like, sorry, bitch. They control (laughs) chips. And you're like, what? Yeah. Lay's potato chips. Let me tell you, there are like some really terrible potato products out there. (laughs) Guys. You mean like especially in the chip variety? You mean like what wedges and tops or yeah, like in the chip variety? Yeah, but then also sort of offshoots because, you know, there's such a giant that they're not only selling Coca-Cola or Pepsi, excuse me. Oh, Coca-Cola. You could get straight murdered for that if you're talking to a Pepsi guy. I bet, I bet they fucking hate. No, I am serious. I am serious. So, So as a salesman, he's always sort of, you know, you know, he's networking and he has traveling and having dinners and lunches. Would and, he ever order a Coca-Cola right. with clients? Fuck no. Of course not. Right? Yeah. I mean, no, he checks beforehand to make sure the place the they're going for lunch and Pepsi dinner products. has Pepsi products. Because restaurants never have Pepsi and Coke products. No, it's yeah, always it's one, one of the, or the other. other. Because yeah. why would you need Pepsi yeah. and Coke? Right. I never realized that. It's, 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 it's a fact. I mean, because that. I was yeah, a bartender yeah. for so long, it would always be like, uh, yeah, can I have a Coke? Because let's be honest, most people order a Coke. They don't mm-hmm. order a Pepsi. And mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, we got Pepsi products. How's that? And that, You know, the normal humans were like, yeah, fine, whatever. Fuck off. And, right. But the, the the psychopaths were like, no, I'll just have a water. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that, that's kind of funny. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about like all the different brands because there's so many fascinating brands or like regional brands. Um, you got like the Mellow Yellow Mountain Dew sort of competition. Oh my god! You know, Mountain Dew is spanking Meliello into the ground. There's no fucking way that Meliello has a chance, dude. Meliello is fucked. What about North Carolina's uh, very own Sundrop? That's like the same recipe, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's I think that's Pepsi. <clears throat> pretty Sundrop? sure that's pe- pretty sure that's Pepsi. Yep. Interesting. I would ima- I would I would think that that's like a more regional, small thing. No, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. But... And I and I believe, if I'm not wrong, Dave, I think uh, isn't uh, Cheerwine also in that same company? I don't know. Actually, I don't think Cheerwine. I'm gonna look that shit I'm... up. Man, that's a good question. Mellow Yellow had a really good year. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> Hear me out. Uh, when Days of Thunder one, came one. out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that is true. You guys were laughing. No, right. no, no. You're yeah, right I'm about sorry. that. You're yeah, right I thought, about no, that. I thought you were going yep, in a yep, direction yep, yep. of like 2013 was the year <laughs> was of Mellow great, Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, yeah. yeah I just, Tom I, Cruise, I have bottled like Days of Thunder. Damn, I bet, Mello, I, bet, I bet you Mellow Yellow and, and uh, Mountain Dew were in like a bidding war for that car. For that car. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Mellow Yellow's like 
had this probably this massive speech to all the executives, and they're like, "If we <clears throat> do not win this, Mountain Dew <laughs> will destroy us." And I was like, <laughs> but then it, it really didn't help that much after no. after that. But no, I mean, Mountain Dew is probably kicking ass. I'm sure that yeah, they're doing yeah. better than we think. When was the last time you guys saw uh, Days of Thunder? I don't, long you know, time. I saw five, in the theater and oh, like like a long, long time. Yeah. Okay. I actually watched it pro- maybe most recent out of anybody. Then I, I watched it like four years that's ago. That's when uh, that's when Tommy C met uh, Nicole Kidman. That's really oh really yeah. oh I thought it would be she wasn't in away. that film. Though. That was the I think I think uh, yeah Nicole Kidman's the love interest in that. Is really? Far and Away not older? Thunder. Far and Away oh, I think of course. is I saw Far and Away in the theater. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I thought, sure far far, I thought it was Far and Away. I thought it was Far and Away. Far well they met in Days of Thunder because oh, okay. she is right, right, right. she is the lady. I don't She's, know why I figured that that was an older movie. They've been in so many films together. My favorite, uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, Eyes Wide yeah. Shut. That Eyes was the last one they were in together. Badass. Yeah. That movie is, uh, not to really segue into the whole, like, uh, horror scare. I kind of want to keep talking about soft drinks, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wait, let's let's say that, and then let's do a quick circle, because I'm looking up info about Cheerwine and Meliella right now. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. and just as an aside, mm-hmm. the reason we were getting into Meliella and Mountain Dew is because we were drinking Squirt. Are you familiar squirt? with Squirt? Of course, yeah. I yeah. mean, I grew up in the Midwest, and Squirt was like a yes. thing there. Yes, it's like a Midwest, like Southwest drink. It could have been like one yeah. percent grapefruit juice, so it's like Squirt a, has a more fruit taste. One uh-huh. percent, just one percent. Yeah, one percent grapefruit juice, and it has. But other um, sodas have no percent. Just oh, I see. Flavors. Okay, it literally yeah, Squirt yeah, does yeah. taste like it has real, real juice. In oh, it. Okay. it has like a brominated, uh, like sort of uh, chemical. Mm-hmm. Um, that like a lot of a lot of people think they should be taken out, but it's like an emulsifier. What's the hmm. problem with that brominated chemical? Uh, well, if you drink like four liters of a soft drink with that brominated chemical a day, then eventually your liver will fail. Huh. That's the, that's the only documented <laughs> <laughs> like trauma side effect. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Right. so three. Just so everybody, the three listeners at home know, just a real a real quick uh, explanation. Sam is often discussed as our science officer. Hmm. So you will from time to time hear he is smart. Dave and I were as are, are stupid people, but Sam will talk <laughs> yes. about certain chemicals that will make you die. He'll break down sundrop to the molecular level. Sam <laughs> is actually the only reason we're still alive. Yeah, I, I would imagine because right. Dave, you were drinking. Four, six, eight liters of squirt a day. Yeah, I was. I love that it's called. I mean, it's amazing. I've, I've literally <laughs> never heard of this. So you guys You've could be definitely heard of squirt. Squirt is like no, I you know the Mexican sodas you can get it in the grocery store now. The how do you, it's like starts with a J. Uh, not not. Uh, it's definitely not jalapeno. But it's, I know what you're it talking looks about. Looks like that's like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's racist though. That is racist. That was really was it? Yeah. No, it kind of has. It's like J A. It's like J A L. Check it out, Dave. Here's squirt. Bullshit. You guys just made this up. No, no, no. You guys made all these. But it goes. No, squirt was like the chosen. It looks familiar. Like a soft drink to go with tequila. Huh. Oh. And that's like Palomas were originally made with squirt. That's dope. Like back in the 50s. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys huh. remember Surge, right? As Northern. Guys, just I so think. you know, I typed in squirt, uh, the soda, and look at the first uh, search thing that came up in Google. Could you, oh. read, could you read that for me, Sam? That's not a soda at all. Sam, could you read that for me? You, would you like the science officer to read I would to like read that. that. <laughs> I'd, prefer, I'd prefer it if you read that. Uh, how to squirt during sex. Squirting and female ejaculation. So it's interesting that the company really switched their branding a lot. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the kind of stuff they're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. really you got to go with what yeah, sells. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I like the Urban Dictionary uh, guys, definitions. Guys, well. real quickly, just so you know, Cheerwine is technically the oldest continuing soft drink company still run by the same family. Okay. No fuck. shit. Yeah. That's what Carolina I Beverage yeah. Corporation right. of Salisbury, North Carolina. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good drink. It's a fine drink. Yeah. When I when I first moved here uh, from New Jersey, when I first went, it was, I guess I was freshman in high school. I moved from Jersey to, to uh, North Carolina. I remember being in a store with people and they're like, let's get cheer wine. And I was like, how this? I thought, uh, let's get cheer wine. <laughs> and I, I thought it was like some kind of alcoholic thing. And I was like, what does that mean? And they were like, I'm like, oh, it's wine, like soda wine. And they're like, let's get cheer wine. That's so all they They didn't answer your question. I don't know if they, they could. I don't know if they knew what I was talking about. They had so they, much People in our old town had a very limited vocabulary, so it's, it's entirely possible. But no, they explained to me it was like a delicious cherry soda run by the uh, the oldest continuing soft drink company known as the Carolina Beverage Corporation of Salisbury, North Carolina. <laughs> that was very much the same because um, I, I moved from uh, from Maryland to, to... And you're talking about Shelby, right? Shelby, Okay, yeah. yeah, me and you both moved. I don't know if we moved on the same time or if you moved before or if I moved before. Before, yeah, but. Dave and I actually kind of semi grew up in the same place. We moved to Shelby, North Carolina when we were young men, strapping young men, mm-hmm. uh, prepubescent young men. Mm-hmm. I guess not for me, but halfway. Half, <laughs> pub, half pubes. I'm mm-hmm. still waiting for yeah. for mine. But yeah, I, I was I, I was the same way. I, I I don't think I had heard of a sun drop or or cheer wine or I think I was 11 when I moved to um, to Shelby. So you still haven't heard of Squirt. Yeah, yeah. I learned something new all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, barbecue was the thing that I didn't know. When when, when somebody would say, uh, do you want to try barbecue or whatever, I didn't know what that was, and I said, barbecue what? Because in the North, there were only sure. chips. Mm-hmm. Was barbecue, like a flavor. barbecue. Was a yeah, barbecue sauce or something. Back to yeah, the yeah. chips. Barbecue chips. Right. Yep. Yeah. Back yep. to circle the back around. Comes Let back me around. tell you. Full circle. Yeah, yeah. So... And we just happened to, the funny thing about that is we just happened to live in the town that had the best barbecue in uh, North Carolina. Is that true, though? I'm sure That's, people it, would it, argue that. It was it was voted, yeah. Bridges Who barbecue. Who voted? Uh, like this one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think his name was Earl. <laughs> his name was Earl Bridge. Yeah, he just really likes it. Wait, okay, so wait, Sam, are you, are you a barbecue fan? Are you like one of these guys who's like, barbecue, gotta have it, put it on me? Um, I mean, I like barbecue. I'm not obsessed you're not, you're with not it. You're not one of these guys. No, no, no. I like barbecue, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. Definitely. You know, just I, the only reason I ask is it's like oftentimes a lot of people who are born and bred here. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. people. Have a well, no, I mean, no. The, the, it's not. I, I, at least for me, what, what, what I see in terms of like enthusiasm is not for barbecue. It's for vinegar-based barbecue versus the foil of ketchup-based barbecue. Sure, tomato-based, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it's only sort of like the identity politics of barbecue. Remind me, because I know you you were born in North Carolina, right? Yeah. Um, Which, uh, uh, obviously, North Carolina is vinegar-based. Yeah. But then there's this mustard gang. Mm, I think that's more South Carolina. Is it South? Boo. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. Well, you know, Buxton, our our good buddies, our good buddies at Buxton, uh, it sounds like they're like a sponsor, but our good buddies Mm -hmm. at Buxton, I go, go down to Buxton and get your barbecue. But they, I think, they do like kind of a mix of everything, right? Because you work for that company, you bartend part time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know anything about Buxton, though. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I I know that um, Elliot went like it was inspired by a lot of of restaurants in South Carolina. I didn't hear much about the North Carolina vinegar based stuff, although his barbecue is vinegar based. But um, but I think there's a lot of things that he pulls from South Carolina. It's like you know that culture. It's not just the barbecue. It's like 
you know, do you have a, like a sort of sweet roll with it? Do you have like cornbread? Right. You know, what are, how do you do your fixings and your like vegetable sides? And, you know, I think all of that goes into it. It's, it's, it's a very complicated, deep kind of. Uh, yeah. Cause each of those sides you can get like political about. Sure. Like, do you put, you know, are the collards, is there meat in there? Or like, what are you cooking it with? And, you know, do you make your coleslaw with sugar, you know, with like lemon juice, with white vinegar? There's lots of like very, you know, fine lines, and if you step over them in the South in terms of food, someone might bitch slap you. Someone will kill you. They will kill you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. Like if you put sugar on my slaw, I will murder you. I don't think I've ever even heard of sugar. Oh, coleslaw. I definitely. Have. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what do you mean, like white sugar, like spoonfuls? Yeah, of just sugar? sweeten it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. I guess I have. I guess sometimes if you rock into uh, to Food Lion and you go to the coleslaw section, you buy the kind of shitty chopped fine food line coleslaw mm-hmm. right out of the container mm-hmm. there sometimes it can be sweet as hell You're definitely like, what the hell is that definitely is that a north carolina thing no no that's like a northern thing wow like sugar sugar in southern foods is like a total northern thing fascinating like sugar and cornbread sugar and coleslaw yeah that's should, here, be there. but this is this is why that's weird because i grew up more northern eating sweet cornbread moved yeah, down yeah. here and i'm like wow savory cornbread yeah uh, it was surprising because you know you know the blue blue and white boxes, the Jiffy instant cornbread mm, that you right. get. That's always sweet, like the classic yeah, yeah. Yan- Yankee cornbread. Mm-hmm. But you you flip that on its head, you have this sweet tea culture, and the Yankees saying sugar in your iced tea. Are you, are you uh, that's a interesting. Moron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right, you know right. where, where does where does that happen? Uh, that's I don't know. Hey, touche. Touche. Yeah, I haven't thought of that. For the record, sweet tea or unsweet tea? Neither. Neither. I do not like sweet no tea. tea. This like, guy hasn't had oh, a tea no, since like 1982. Cold tea. cold tea. I don't understand it. Huh. You don't understand it? Oh, you just don't. You don't buy it at all. No. You don't. You don't get it. No. Dave, not fucking with that shit. Um, I, I feel I, like you're a sweet tea boy. I I, I like a, a mixture. Half. I knew half he was gonna half. say that. How did you know I was gonna say that? Because it's, really it's just. Because it makes me just want to roll my eyes. So it's so me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I think when I when I moved to uh, uh, to the south, that I was uh, like overwhelmed by how like how much people drank sweet tea all the time and everything like that. That's always very sweet. I mean, just like t- there was so much sugar in it. But I think um, that now that I'm in my 30s, I think I've realized that like the be- it's best of both worlds is just. Combine them. Combine right. them too. Yeah. Let me tell you what I do. Here's here's I think the perfect balance, and I think this could help you, Sam. Get into iced tea. Oh, okay. We want to help you. Thank Sam. you. The first glass of iced tea you have should be slightly sweet, mm-hmm. because what it does is it, is it it gets those those uh, you know the taste buds, the saliva flowing mm-hmm. from that sugar, mm-hmm. and then after that. You want to pound multiple teas because you're having you're, you're having the, you know a lot of salty heavy foods like a fried chicken sandwich for example. Right. You don't want to put a bunch of sugar in your body. So then after that initial sweet tea, you go unsweets on every refill. Mm. And that, my friend, is what will get you into the iced teas. Mm, interesting. So the unsweetened tea, there it that's water and steep tea. <laughs> it's tea. No, <laughs> there's nothing else in there. <laughs> It's funny because I think there's like one percent grapefruit juice. Because iced tea is just water and tea, and you were like, "Let me get this straight." (laughs) In that iced tea is water and tea. I'm just making sure. You're like macaroni and cheese is just macaroni (laughs) and cheese. I just find it interesting that tea it has. There's this assumption that it's 
you don't specify the tea like you would in lots of other contexts. Sure, like, right. you know, I You're want if the green, chamomile right. or I want, you know, this herb or, you know, it black or green. No, just it's so is that the assumption is it's like a, a Lipton style? Well, I, I, I think what, I think what that, is that? Is well, that a tea? Well, I, <laughs> Is there a plant that creates lipid? Is there a tea? Yes. Sam, Sam like, is there outside. He's like, what is so tea? Many things. <laughs> well, no, think about this. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, having, having lived overseas for a while, iced teas can be iced green teas, iced barley teas, okay. uh, iced, you know, oolong teas, jasmine teas. Okay, okay. Different things. Uh, and in the, in the States, what we call iced tea, you know, is, is black tea. Is, it's you a know, black Lipton tea. is a black tea. It's so, a black uh, tea. They're black. Black as midnight. And, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I mean, if you said uh, let me get the uh, let me get an ice green tea, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You like you like other kinds of iced tea, or you just hate you hate the ice black. I mean, iced tea is one thing, though. I'm just saying in America. Oh, yeah, so you're, you're saying in the American definition of iced tea yeah. is something you're not a big fan of. Yeah, right. Exactly. Gotcha. I'm the concept of iced tea more general. I, I'm okay with, and I, I like to learn more about it, but. We assume it's this one thing. It's like this factory farm tea. Right. You know? Factory farm. I just don't get it. Right. Well, this Lipton, you know. So Lipton is probably owned by PepsiCo, really. I don't know. It just seems like, why would you want that? <laughs> Wait, what about iced coffee? What the fuck is Think Lipton? about this, though. Think about this. The, 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 <laughs> like the oldest, most classical foundation beverages, right? Um, especially non-alcoholic. You have coffees, which can be consumed either hot or cold. Teas, which can be consumed either hot or cold. Mm. And then really from there, I mean, what else do you have? You you really go into like beers and wines, right? Because mm-hmm. those are the those are all the classical beverages that are not water. Mm-hmm. No one's like slamming milks, really. You know, mm-hmm. regardless. I used to. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I did too. I, I mean, I'll slam milks after, you know, pumping that iron, mm-hmm. uh, tapping, tapping, tapping fools out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I mean, I guess I'm just saying like the – the beverages that uh, are consumed regardless of class, regardless of stature, right? You have your coffees and your teas, probably some some places in England with the teas, America with the coffees. But what about iced coffee? You like iced coffee? No, I don't. I don't. So I think what we have here is Sam doesn't like Sam, what, some what ice do drinks. You like? What about, okay, yeah, full circle back weird. to sodas. You like sodas? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll drink squirt and tequila. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like a big squirt guy, but other than squirt, I don't really tend to branch out. I really have to try a squirt. You know? I like a little fresh juice in my sodas, and Just I have and a I have little, to. very little. Yeah, one percent. One percent. You're like taking a sip of somebody's soda. You're like, uh, excuse me, is there is there more than one percent in this soda? Well, what about what about Fresca? Since <laughs> so we're talking about like Midwestern strange uh-huh. sodas, what about Fresca? Uh-huh. You ever heard of Fresca? Uh, doesn't Fresca have uh, aspartame in it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. You would have to break down the molecular. It's like the it's a new school tab. No, 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 not at all, my friend. Fresca is an. Have old... you had tab? I've had tab. Yeah, I'm old enough to have tab. Born in. Uh... <clears throat> See, this is bullshit. This is the. Look at this this photo of, of Fresca. This is new bullshit design. Fresca. Yeah, I don't even I didn't even know what I was looking at. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I'll show you old school. So when I would go visit my family in Ohio, they would oftentimes have Fresca, like two liters. Mm. And this is old school Fresca. Right mm-hmm. You got your Fresca. <laughs> it's, apparently, it's, it's so delicious. It's it's literally. Oh, I get it. Okay. It's squirt, but instead of grapefruit juice, I believe it's lemon. Oh, I okay. Think. 
Yeah, yeah. But that's another like uh, Midwestern. What percentage mm-hmm. of lemon are we talking? You know, I'd have to really check with Sam on that. I don't really <laughs> know the exact percentage. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, going back to uh, the reason we're on this subject in general is because earlier you told me you were visiting your buddy in Austin who works for PepsiCo. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't you just say Pepsi? Is it because Pepsi. It's, he sells Pepsi the Pepsi. chips? And he right, exactly. Pepsi, so yeah, yeah. Thinking, it's, yes. Right. 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 Gotcha. Top chip? Mm-hmm. You got a top chip? My top chip? I definitely have a top chip. <laughs> so you're not into the ice beverages, but you are into chips. I you love, have a soul. Love you chips. Have a soul. I love I, chips. I'm a big fan of chips. Holy shit, man. I think we've talked before that uh, sometimes you just <clears throat> want to like just pound chips. Mm-hmm. I used to get wasted, mm-hmm. uh, blackout drunk for years just so I could enjoy <laughs> chips more the next day. Yeah, yeah. Because you and your hangover, <laughs> you have a Coca-Cola or a squirt and you're right. just pounding like an entire bag of chips. That's the life. <laughs> yeah. So what, what's, what's, your, what's your top chip? My chip is the um, like uh, tortilla chip, corn tortilla chip. And um, it's... Oh, wow. I, 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 was, th- I was thinking he was going to go potato, didn't you? Yeah, like, I definitely yeah, did. Yeah. It's a corn tortilla chip, and it's the one in the supermarket that says like two dollars on the bag. Oh, the, San, oh, the yeah. Santina, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah, right? something like yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, and I have a right. bag of those upstairs. Those are amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're fantastic. So wait, you and <clears throat> PepsiCo. <laughs> PepsiCo makes those. Yeah, no Sam, shit. why the full circle? Why the fuck yeah. aren't you working for PepsiCo? Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> well, we found a new sponsor, I think, didn't we? For yeah. for this podcast. We're like the Talking Book Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Listened to by three people. Brought to you by We Pepsi. just really <laughs> talked about PepsiCo. <laughs> Pepsi. Yeah. That mm. would be a dope sponsor. That would be a dope <laughs> sponsor. We can find a way to very first we can sponsor. find a way to interject that word into yeah. like we have so far actually. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. <laughs> oh yeah. wait, wait. So you just are you talking about <clears throat> straight plain yeah. tortilla chips? No really? salsa, no, dip. no cheese? No, what I like to do is I'll have I'll have them for lunch. I'll have a sandwich and a side of chips. That's fantastic. I just did that today. Mm-hmm. That's not, I do that I, constantly. I, what, that's are the you, most normal meal for me. <laughs> I feel like that's the most normal meal for anybody. No, is it? It, <laughs> it is. <laughs> wait, think, no, wait, no, but just it's funny because the way you said it, you were like, "Hear me out." What I do <laughs> is I have a sandwich <laughs> with now hold hold a side of chips. That's. <laughs> It's revolutionary. <laughs> I guess the one weird part about it is that the reason maybe it was it was uh, it was heavy is because it's tortilla chips where most people go potato chips. <laughs> Sam's like true. Sam's like Sam's like the kid at, at school. He's like, hey guys, what do you have for lunch? <laughs> yeah, well, I have a sandwich and chips. So I'm sure no one else does. Right? <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> well, I really I really like that. I actually I actually went to the store uh, uh, last night with the strat a weird strategy of just like. Uh, by uh, making sandwiches for lunch, like every day for a while, just to kind of do that to save a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And so I bought lots like of meat and cheese. What kind of meat? Uh, just like honey ham, black for <laughs> black forest ham, and, and wait, 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 <laughs> two different kinds of ham. Yeah, I like honey ham, ham and black forest ham. Yeah, really? I like, I like ham. You like double it up on the <laughs> no, same sandwich? <laughs> no, I mean it's just that's just different different wait, days. So you're saying oh, like, different days? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. When oh, you okay, wake right. up, is the first thing you think you're like, oh, is today a black forest <laughs> or a honey ham? Yeah. yeah. How do you know? What is How do you today? know? Do you are you do you know right at the beginning of the day which day it is? Oh, you know what I bet? You know what I bet? Just from the names, think about it. If Dave wakes up on the right side of the bed, he's like, oh, I'm so like everything's sweet and light, honey mm. ham. Yeah. Right. And then if it's like a dark, dreary day, black mm-hmm. forest. You got it. Yeah. 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 So I, yeah, I definitely always know from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did it work out? 
it, it's going really well today. Yeah. I had, I had all a, the Black Forest yeah. ham is gone. <laughs> Dave, I just ate it Dave's all. Dave's very depressed. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Have you tried any of Sam's like kind of more highbrow experimental meals, like having chips with it? <laughs> no, that was the second part of of that little uh, story. Is that I also got chips. No shit. True story. I, you know, I bought chips I, with. It. Yeah, it's a big bag of chips too, so it's gonna last for I mean, there's many a meal. I, I mean, it really, it at the time felt like it was a real statement you were making. <laughs> oh god, it's killing me still. Wait, so Dave, what kind of chips? <laughs> um. Actually, uh, what, 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 um, this is gonna be the worst episode of a podcast ever. But we're having fun. That's what. Matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was like uh, sour cream, cheddar sour cream chips. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, to be totally honest, yeah. I fucking hate sour cream chips. I do oh, really? not like sour cream. I hate sour cream and onion. What the fuck? Do not like I just it. Think they Why suck? do you guys not have any love in your heart? I just feel oh. like because it's a black forest day. Salt and vinegar. <laughs> can I can I hear so, for salt and vinegar? Salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar yeah. is arguably the best flavor of potato chip. Mm. The only, the only mm. chip I would put above salt and vinegar, and uh, I want to see what you guys think about this. Mm-hmm. This is important for literature and art and humanity. But I think that the, the salted <coughs> potato chip is still has to be number one because the problem mm-hmm. with the salt and vinegar, you're not going to, mm-hmm. you're not going to eat your weight in salt and vinegar because you'll mm-hmm. die of dehydration. Right? Yeah, there's no absolutely. Way. Yeah, I agree with that. Dave, I no, that. I don't really like the, I don't really like the normal flavor. Just the, just the basic <laughs> potato chip. I don't. You don't like. I mean, the basic. I, I like it if I'm dipping it mm-hmm. into something. What huh. about a little pepper? A little cracked pepper on that salted potato. So chip. you'll crack fresh pepper. On I'll your crack food? a little pepper. <laughs> You're a little pepper cracker, aren't you? Would you say you are? Yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating that we're discussing this genre because, like, there are certain things about that specific mm-hmm. genre that mm-hmm. made me into a person who cannot function in certain situations yeah. and programmed yeah, my yeah. brain to act certain ways out of fear. Fear, one of the strongest emotions. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's why I get so like, <clears throat> up in arms about defending horror because like, I think that I, <laughs> well, I think that it, it, it has more, like you said, impo- really difficult to pull off, but when it does, long-term lasting effects yeah. on my humanity. Totally. You know, on my so, personality. Yeah, so maybe, maybe it's one of the most, if not the most powerful genre, just right. the hardest to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could I, I could agree with that, and I and I really do like I really do like horror. It's it, horror, horror, hearty horror, horror. Um, horror? But it's horror? it's just it's just uh, it's rare that I find something that just really really, uh, you know, affects me in a certain way. And I think we've talked about that. You can like you said you went to go see a movie with Sam, and and he jumps. Oh sometimes. no, often, still, not, yeah. not to ouch you or anything like that. No, no that's often, fine. Yeah, no, Sam jumped in the previews for it. I can't remember what we were watching. There was I think it was the previous for like Beauty and the Beast. No, no. What yeah. was it? Do you, do you remember what it was that you jumped at? I it, yeah, it was. Hmm. No, I don't. I don't what remember. What the fuck were we watching in my house not too long ago? The three of us in Miami De- Connection. In well, no, before. But <laughs> I don't think I jumped in. No, before Miami Connection, we watched something where you. You you did a big jump. Jimkata was it? No, Jimkata <laughs> was just you and me. You would have jumped to Jimkata. No, but uh, I guess the point. My, the point of this is that if I'm watching something scary that I've seen before, 
I will I will literally look at Sam before a scary part and just watch Sam because he always does a big jump, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is why Sam's so fun to watch movies with. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that has um, something to do with the fact that horror horror. <laughs> what if, Dave, look at this. Watch. So I taught. Well, listen, listen. I taught English. I, I taught phonics in, in, in English. Can you yeah, please teach me how English to say language horror. for years? So yeah. all you're doing is you're not you're not making this shape with your mouth. Yeah. Like horror, horror, a horror. There you go. Yeah. That was I good. Just, I just learned how to say a word. I just helped Dave. That's, that's just, wonderful. <laughs> well, phonics. No, but you, def- that, well, you say that's one of the only words you say in a super Yankee accent. Yeah, right? I don't. I don't really know why. I don't know what it is. That is. Mm-hmm. It sounds cool though. I dig mm-hmm. it. Yeah. There's only a couple words I say like super southern. Right. Yeah. You it's like, weird. You, it's like you'll be like two. Chris. Would you care to come to my house and maybe have some chihuahua? <laughs> I don't know if that's, but uh, right. but yeah, that's that, that's that's why I think that it's you know possibly a tougher sell for me, and, and why there there's mm-hmm. uh, very rarely can I watch a horror film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, Dave, be yourself. I like yes, you, I like your horror, you know that really that really does it for me, and actually creeps me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas maybe you can. Uh, you know, experience that with 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 more, um, but but I think we probably both agree that the jump scares aren't what make horror great. Horror great. Yeah, I think um, I think jump scares no, are kind of tension, like, yeah. it's the imagination. But when they you work, know, that's the, great. Do you know, too. you know what makes mm-hmm. horror great is somebody who's one of my close friends, like Sam, describing me the scene about Stanley getting the phone call. Yeah, fucking twenty. Four yeah. years later in my life, and I get chills up my spine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you cannot do that about many things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I like experience fear for a moment by you telling me about a scene that I saw as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where horror becomes fascinating. Is when you're walking through the hallway at night and you're 35 and a father, and suddenly you think I'm scared. Yeah, like, right. that's where horror is, is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I, uh, I, I think what's uh, it's kind of funny that I grew up without any of these fears that a lot of phobias that a lot of uh, kids have. Because you're afraid of Jesus. I'm afraid of Jesus because that's all I ever knew as a kid. <laughs> my my Christmas presents were actually addressed from Jesus. No, no shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, Dave is, comes from a very religious family. Wow. Yeah. Would you say yeah. from Jesus or like... No, it literally it would... said from Jesus. Um, and I don't think like as a little kid... I. Uh, either I didn't believe it or something like that, or I, I think I knew my dad was writing it or something like that because I would have had. I'm to sure have, if in I the early that, days you would have known, you would have thought that it came from Jesus. I'm sure. <laughs> like when you were really little, you probably didn't know. It Just like been, I didn't. No, know I don't Santa remember Claus. having that thought process where, like, maybe you guys would have thought, you know, Santa actually brought the gifts. I don't remember ever thinking, did Jesus come to my house and like actually take the time to put this under my tree. I, I don't know, but Jesus, which, which Jesus, was, Jesus like came down the chimney. Yeah, he, got he like wore a Santa outfit, but it's Jesus. Dad, right. I got you what you wanted. Yeah, why did Jesus always? It's funny. The impression of your father yeah. and Jesus yeah. were the same. They're the exact <laughs> same one. That's my dad's yeah. voice. Yeah. Um, no, but it was just gonna say that um, that I didn't grow up with those types of movies. So right, um, well, maybe so. <clears throat> that's uh, sorry. Keep going. I'm not gonna. I have something to say, but I'll wait. Yeah, I, I just I'm I'm not scared of clowns, and I'm not scared of the ocean well i'm i'm for a different reason i almost drowned once when i was younger so it's a completely different reason but Mm -hmm. um but yeah so i'm not scared of sharks i'm not scared of clowns because i wasn't when i was fucking seven years old nobody put that on for me and said oh this this will be okay we'll get over it like right yeah so no i don't have those fears that's interesting i mean that might have Mm -hmm. some kind of bearing on dave's love or hate or or whatever of horror in general and that Possibly. you didn't have so the age of the children in the story it 
there are young kids experiencing fear that will that will affect the way they view the world for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And you know, not to be super dramatic about it, but Sam and I saw something that traumatized us as kids. And so the way we see this is this sacred thing that we went through, this mm-hmm. journey of fear. Mm-hmm. And you're saying you didn't go through that same journey. So that, that's kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? no, yeah, I no. think that is interesting. You know, yeah. you know what my first Always liked it. My first uh um scary movie was actually I think Scream. Right. Wow. Yeah. Which scream would have came out? Which like terrified early nineties or something? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw mid, that maybe mid nineties. Yeah. I saw that at my uh, my half sister's house. I think I was probably um, eleven or something. You know what's mm-hmm. funny is 12. I ne- I never got scared of uh, you know Danny my my sweet lady upstairs she uh she is more afraid of movies about things that could actually kill you like a murderer mm-hmm. that makes like, sense right it makes but, sense. but to but to me like those movies <clears throat> never are frightening i'm never thinking years later like walking into the basement mm-hmm. i hope the murderer won't get me. <laughs> have you seen henry portrait of a serial killer you know i've always wanted to but i haven't but i've texas yeah. chainsaw Massacre. But you might change your mind after texas you watch that chainsaw Massacre scared the shit holy shit man yeah. that movie and i know people that watch it and just laugh through it just laugh through the whole thing. I watched yeah. that. I felt like I was watching a snuff film from the very yeah. beginning. I mean, through the, I Texas mean, it was Chainsaw Massacre to this day, I terrifying. think ages so mm. well yeah. that it looks to me I don't like, want to watch it again. Well, it looks, the, the way that movie yeah. seems to me is this happened and this is footage of it. Exactly. That's the way it feels That's the way me. it felt yeah. to me. I was transfixed yeah. watching that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it, it, <clears> it is like, you know, it is, I think, by a lot of film critics thought of as a, you know, a bit of a, Maybe weirdo film critics, but as a masterpiece, you know. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've actually i've I've seen the shitty ass two thousand one remake. Oh shit! You've never seen the Texas? No, Church? no, I've never seen. Oh it. my yeah, god, yeah. we have got. There we go. And I'm gonna love Halloween. Horror. It's, it's October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I mean, Friday that, is the Friday Thirteenth, dude. That's oh easily in the top five horror movies of all time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. Jaws, The Exorcist, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween. Talk, yeah, The Shining. I would put Halloween there. You know, I, I will say, For and me, not to argue I've, with you, I unfortunately didn't watch that when I was young. I watched Halloween when I was older, and I mm-hmm. grew up on Freddy Krueger and Jason, but I didn't I, grow up on Halloween. I mm-hmm. I thought Halloween, maybe it just didn't age well, but I, I didn't think it was scary for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's I, I, perfectly, it, it's a perfect movie. And, I mean, there was no movie made that way before. Right. I mean, you that know, was the, the first of the slasher movies, right? Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, the first yeah, slasher yeah. film. Yeah. yeah. I think... Um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I know this was another movie that I obviously didn't see when I was a kid. Um, did you guys watch that when you were? That's, oh yeah! Holy I, shit! That's I, that's cr- okay. So I grew I grew it's... up uh, I grew up on Fr- uh, Freddy oh, Krueger. To me, was the <clears throat> mainstream pop culture horror figure, whereas like it was the more like this fucked me up. Freddy Krueger was like the fun, cool horror mm-hmm. figure that I watched as a kid. Totally. Um, yeah, and and maybe everybody. I think that I mean that's that's where it really comes down to what scares you the most. Like some people think arachnophobia or something is terrifying, mm-hmm. or probably did at some point um, because right. they're, you know scared of spiders. Um, for me, psychological things fuck with me and dreams and stuff like that. So I didn't watch that when I was a kid, but I watched it as an adult. And what, that, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch that at my parents' house Maybe. with me and Zach? I'm not sure. We watched it together just last year at my parents' house when you were in. You were in Shelby. I remember we watched it together. You'd never seen it before. Okay. And you really yeah, liked it. Maybe. I think. Yeah, I yeah. did. I, I think that that is the most, to me, if I had been a kid, clowns, sharks, that probably would have been scary. But that is the most terrifying premise that I can. That I can something think that of. when you fall asleep, yeah, because because what you're doing is you're tr- you you have no way to get like okay if you want to get away from Jaws, fucking don't go in the water. Right. Um. It 
I guess it's kind of tough. Don't be yeah, a kid. Don't be in a sewer. Don't be a kid. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Don't live in fucking dairy, right? right Just right. don't live in don't dairy. Don't be afraid. Don't yeah. be afraid of clowns. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, really, right. don't be afraid. What do you yeah. do yeah. to get away from Freddy Krueger? Don't go to sleep? How well, that's why that one can you fight that? That movie as an idea was terrifying because. Johnny Depp, one of his original performances, like yeah, they would, fantastic. they were, they were like, yeah, it's not real. They're trying to stay awake, and you just, you can't stay awake. It's yeah. not possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And so, yeah, and the great part about that movie is, you, they'll, they'll, they'll be awake still. They think. Yeah, and they the think they're like they're in school they're or not, something. Yeah. They're not awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's terrifying. That's terrifying to me. And so I, you're a Freddy Cougar boy. Yeah. You're not a cougar, a Kruger. I'm a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> cougar town. <laughs> Um, yeah, generally, I think that the movies that get to me the most um, are the more if we are talking about uh, you know the, the same genre, not thriller, which thrillers can also be this too, but more psychological. That gets to me. Like a, um, I, I bring this up sometimes just because it was one of the first kind of like, whoa, what type? What is it? Like Vanilla Sky. When I watched that for the first time, that really like got to me um, because you know at the end you find out that he's. Not dreaming, but he's, um, I guess, what was he like frozen or something like that the whole time? Or yeah, something he like was cryogenically, like cryogenically frozen yeah, until yeah, they yeah. could figure out a way to fix his face. Yeah, so he's in his, I think that's that's the scariest thing to me, somebody being in their mind and not being able to control it. Because that is the, mm-hmm. can be the most terrifying thing ever. Mm-hmm. Your so mind. Jacob's Ladder scenario. Right, Jacob's Ladder scenario, <clears throat> except that at the, there are, there are higher stakes than mm-hmm. that scenario. Mm-hmm. In that he is deformed and he does wake up at the end and it is slightly worse than he thought, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that, that, that shit always did scare to, uh, specifically you. I remember you would bring up Mm -hmm. like not thinking that reality is, 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 is real or what is real, which the Freddy Krueger thing would affect that too. Like you're, are you in a dream? Are you awake or asleep? Or just weird stuff. Like even like we were talking, saying eyes wide shut before. That's a freaking movie to me. And I don't know why Hmm. the, the part where he goes, I mean, eyes wide shut, I think is very, is understood to be very, yeah. yeah, Just, just the piano note. Like, no, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The part where Mm -hmm. he goes into that party, uh, Fidelio, you know, the password and everything like that. The yeah. part where they find him out and he there's all those people with masks and everything around, that is still to this day top ten scariest really? moments in any person for me. I had a hard time I, taking that movie seriously. Oh really? Yeah. For some reason, yeah, I, I love that movie. Yeah. I thought yeah. that movie has such a perfect like pace and tone of like mystery, like what the mm-hmm. fuck is going on? I'd love to watch it again. Yeah, that'd be fun. And I think it's also, because I can't really even remember what was the overall point. I remember at the very end they say like, want to fuck? Or like that's something like that, let's have sex or something. That's, well, the, uh, that's the last. Right. I, I, I'd have to watch it again to go to, to go on about what it is about. But uh, but uh, yeah. I, I, the, it, it's, well, it's about marriage. It's about it? marriage. It's, it's, about, it's about sexuality. It's about, you yeah. know, that these people have been driven completely apart by mm-hmm. You know, whatever and they both have their own desires, and he yeah. goes on this strange, like down the Journey. rabbit hole, Alice in Wonderland thing, right? Like, uh, to to figure some shit mm-hmm. out, and yeah, yeah, that, that's an interesting movie, yeah. But I, I definitely think that we should watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Soon. I'm down. I mean, mm-hmm. Technically, this is kind of a Halloween podcast yeah. episode. We're talking about horror movies. It's it's the dead of October. Are there any other like horror movies, Sam? That you're like chips in a sandwich, classic Sam. Mm-hmm. Two dollar bag, yeah. Santanas. These hmm. chips were made by Carlos Santana. <laughs> what a question! What a question. Well, I mean, The Shining and Halloween are probably you know I've watched the most. Yeah. I mean, can anybody, I, everybody, just in this room, 
do do we all agree that The Shining is the best horror movie, possibly? I would say The Shining. So up there. I mean, Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, and mm-hmm. if there's anything, Omen. Like, Omen's the, quite good. The Omen is really good. I watched that. Mm-hmm. I think last year, Danny and I watched that again. She had never seen it. That movie still holds up completely. Yeah, yeah. I think Rosemary's Baby, The Shining, not in, in any order. Yeah. The Exorcist. Um, is there anything else that really gets my the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for very different reasons? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. in this like indie, gritty, God. low budget, fucking psychotic, mm-hmm. like tear your eyeballs. I shouldn't yeah. see. I shouldn't say this to Dave because yeah. now he's going to be expecting something. And when no, I know it's it, it's okay. I'm when actually, I saw when I I'm saw actually not going nothing to. like Halloween or Freddy Krueger in terms mm-hmm. of the feel. No, of no, it's a, it's a one. I mean, it definitely feels like the original. Blair Witch Project, like, hey, here's some footage of some crazy shit that happened, mm-hmm. and it is kind that's a great of, horror movie, and it is kind. No, Blair Witch Project's a great movie, mm-hmm. but it's kind of based on true murders that happened in Texas. So Danny's oh, father I didn't know that it was based on anything. Yeah, it's based on truth. Uh, I think it's pretty rough, but it's based on something true. But Danny's father was living in Texas in the 70s mm-hmm. when this came out. The right. age of the kids in the movie. Yeah, it didn't happen that far from where they lived. They saw it at a drive-in. He said it was just like fucking world ending insanity i mean that movie was banned a lot of places wow wow it was also a brilliant um uh marketing campaign for that movie because i don't know how many people went into that movie um talking about blair witch project yeah 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 yeah. like um not knowing that it was that it was fake when i saw the blair witch project i thought it was yeah i was young enough that i thought it was real footage yeah same Mm -hmm. thing with a lot of like our our friends we talked to and they actually because i was like uh i'm 30 I'm almost 35, so that means I would have been 14 when that came out. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And I remember, all I remember as a naive young man was like commercials of, it was the original one, so commercials were yeah. like, something happened a long time ago in the mm-hmm. woods, we found the footage, now it's a fucking movie. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah. It's genius. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, found footage. And uh, and they do more brilliant things about that. They, they, uh, they apparently released a documentary before the movie came out to kind of just like throw that out there to have people that, uh, like you know, a faux document. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Whatever that's called. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. So that just helped a little bit more to give credibility to that story for anybody that watched it. But then there was also, um, the fact that they, uh, Spent like what three hundred dollars on the whole entire movie? Right. No, not three hundred, but close I don't know to what, that. I don't know. I think it was. I don't like know what it was. A few yeah. thousand. Yeah, oh, it was a few thousand. Well, they okay. say the movie that with the, the more, movie yeah, with the highest return mm. ever, Paranormal Activity, oh, okay. which right. takes the Blair Witch Project concept, yeah, flips it on, you know, and just takes it to the next level. You mm-hmm. know, it was a much later yeah. iteration, but I was I was listening to Planet Money not long ago, and it yeah. apparently has the highest return of any movie ever made. Right? Shit. Yeah, because they made it for like. You know, twenty grand, and it mm-hmm. made like millions oh, and millions and millions, and still yeah. does make. Money. And that's why oh, there's God. like twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah. I'm of sure there are. Yeah, I'm sure there. I've never even seen a yeah, single one. Just but, oh, you've never seen out. any other. But you know, it, it's it's the idea of like you know, put a put a buck into this. Mm-hmm. You know, the cheapest amount. Yeah. 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 But yeah, man. Okay. You know, this really brings me back to like a childhood memory, actually. Um, not a particular film, but I just remembered that when I was a kid. Um, one of the things, you know, maybe you haven't gone through this, but like for me, when I was a kid, I would, you know, say, I want to be a scientist. And then, you know, a year later I'd be like, no, 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 I'm going to be, you know, a rocket scientist or a, or an engineer, or I'm going to study paleontology and dinosaurs. 
You know, and so one of the things I like sort of cycled through was like being a writer, huh? Which is weird for me Full because circle it, talking book podcast, yeah, perfect, Sam. And and um, at the time, like when I was young, I read tons of Stephen King. Sure. And so what what did I write? I just wrote like really gruesome short stories, right? Nice. And it was mainly just <clears throat> practicing, like describing people dying in right. like brutal, gross ways mm-hmm. you know and i just was inspired by the way stephen king would describe those situations but of course he had a story you know in between right. those moments but i would just write sh- really short stories and just i would just describe a single brutal moment right and in the very end i would just add a little bit more that was sort of contextualize it and so like like one story for example how old it, were you would you have been in this i was 14 right yeah, and so like I remember the story was I mean it's stupid. It feels stupid now, but at the time I thought it was really cool. It's just a guy in a room and then he he's basically just like dissected and destroyed by these little like sort of machines in the room. Okay? And then at the end of the story it just suddenly you're in like this sort of lab and there's these doctors and they're like taking notes and they're looking through this double, like this, you know, uh, one-way glass, right? right? And they've been studying this situation. Sure. And right. Like a classic kind of Twilight Zone kind of thing. Exactly. It was just, yes, exactly. It's a perfect description. Yeah. And then, you know, the doctor says like, send in the next, you know, like subject 5A. Right. Right. Nice. And it was and kind of like dun dun dun. Yeah, the, yeah. right. Yeah. That was that was that moment. You were like, you were like this is our society. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, right. no, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. That uh-huh. that is like you were you keep going though. I mean that well, was I just thought it was I mean, so that's just interesting that I did that because I completely forgot that I did that. And then it's funny, I remember you're having an you're having an it moment where you're recalling I something. Am, I know. You just go upstairs and run well, about this is we all just yeah. remember something like collectively all it's of a sudden. Weird. Yeah, I, it's I, funny I remember, you never told me that before. I know. No, I didn't even remember it until just now. Right. You're oh, talking about that it. That is really interesting. And and I remember showing it. So, so that wasn't the only story. I mean, I had written maybe 10. Sure. And like I would show them to my parents and like to my parents' credit, they didn't freak out, at least in front of me. They were just like completely supportive and like would proofread it and be like, oh, yeah. You know, and talk about like how I could describe something better. And they wouldn't really talk to me like, why are you sure. writing about, you know, this is a gruesome, it's really gruesome. Right. And but did um, they know at the time you were reading Stephen King books? Totally, totally. Yeah. So then they would have known. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't I guess that it was, you were just a psycho. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I do remember that, um, I mean, I wasn't a bad writer and I was a pretty creative kid. And my English teacher that year writer. at school was really liked what I had written for class. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wrote, I've written some other things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring, you're, like, I'll bring wrote, in, you're like I wrote them for you. Yeah, I'll bring in all the stuff that I've written, right. and so yeah, I just print it all out, staple it up, give it to her. She never looked at me the same after that. Oh my right. god! Yeah, every time she did that, you would just be like, just... <laughs> so Sam. Funny. Okay, we gotta find these stories. I know, you know, because every episode, my mom, my mom might still have all this stuff. But it is th- interesting what parents. But think about throw this. Out. Think about this. Yeah. Check this out. Check this out. Tell me if I'm crazy. Every episode so far, there's only four of them, three people listening, as we said, ends with a writer reading an answer from their book or having playing something from the audio. What, mm. you, what about at the end of this one, it'll transition, and it's Sam reading one of those fucking amazing 14-year-old stories. But right. he completely so, forgot about it until just now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, That's this weird. Is I'm wondering if it was some sort of repressed memory or something like that. Was there something? I don't know. I, I mean, not, I, let's I, not delve in too far. I mean, I think it's yeah. just something traumatic. I mean, I think there, Sam is just <clears throat> going into his Stanley moment. Uh, yeah. Right? 
That's 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 interesting. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. I'm gonna go um, start a bath. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty creepy. So yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward yeah. to hearing uh, to Sam read one of these 14 year old stories. Yeah, I, I bet yeah. you that I bet you. I mean. You know, for a 14-year-old, they're probably great, but also for right. us in our 30s, they're probably hysterical. They, they're yeah. amazing. Oh, jeez. Sure. Oh, I mean, I'm sure your teacher to this day still can't go into a laboratory full of tiny machines <laughs> right. that will dissect somebody. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah.